to do. And we will talk to you later. Bye, Clay. Um, <laughs> Colby, I feel so bad that like we didn't actually get to the show that you guys actually do together. No, it's fine. I'm just glad he's gone, honestly. <laughs> Colby's like, good riddance. It's, been a, it's uh, been a little too much Clay for me today. <laughs> um, so, Colby, tell me, uh, how often does the Just Fantasy show come out? Like, are you guys doing? Yeah. So right now we're coming out every Tuesday and every Friday. Um, Right now, kind of the the cadence of the show is we're doing positional rundowns. So on Tuesday, we'll do like, you know, top 10 third baseman. And then Friday, we'll break down the players outside of the top 10, usually giving our sleeper picks. Guys, we're staying away from. We kind of run through almost every player. Um, We try to at least. And like the, the whole the whole like idea for the show was Clay and I are just kind of tired of like fantasy episodes that run like an hour and a half. Right. Right. We felt that you can break down a player in like three to four minutes, move on. Um, So like we're, most of our episodes are anywhere from, you know, 25 to 35 minutes. We're pretty quick. We're just going to give you the analysis and move on. Right. So if you just want to know, like, what do they think of this player? Come to us and we're going to give it to you. Um, and then during the season, I don't know the exact cadence. We're going to be going through waiver wire picks. We're going to be doing, you know, other analysis throughout the season. So not really sure on, on when episodes will be releasing during the season, but right now, Tuesday and Friday, you can catch us. Gotcha. Okay. So that's on all of the normal ish podcast things, YouTube, Apple, Spotify, all that fun stuff. Yep. All that good stuff. I think, um, not all the episodes are up on YouTube yet and they should be, um, by kind of the time this episode comes out. So we're we're working on that. Do you guys have a show, um, Twitter at all, or is it just under the just baseball stuff? We don't, we don't have a show Twitter. Um, Clay and I are just kind of tweeting from our own Twitter. So just follow us from there and, and you'll get kind of all the updates. Um, but yeah, just really follow along with, with the show and you, you should be set for your league. That's kind of the goal. Definitely. I can definitely do, I, again, I will put all of the show notes information in the show notes. There we go. Words are hard, especially if you've had a uh, bloody Mary. Um, <clears throat> so Colby, I know that you are a Red Sox fan, correct? Yep. So that's correct. are you, you went to school in New York. Are you from New York? Do you go to I'm from Connecticut originally? And my, okay. my story of how I'm a Red Sox fan is somewhat of an interesting one. So my parents were divorced when I was three years old. And um, so my stepdad was a Red Sox fan. My dad grew up in LA, was a Dodgers fan, but moved to Connecticut. And like, you know, you're not going to be able to watch Dodgers fan or Dodgers games, right? Right. East Coast, or like, you're going to have to stay up way too late, right? right. So he kind of latched onto the Yankees. And, and you know, this was in the 90s, right? So the Yankees were the best. They were a dynasty at that time. Derek Jeter was coming up. They had just an incredible team, Mariano. Um, So my dad latched onto the Yankees, but it was very complicated because from ages like four to age eight, I was, I considered myself both a Red Sox and a Yankees fan, right? I would go to Red Sox games. I would go to Yankee games. Um, and so it was very difficult because like, you know, when you're four five, six, seven, like, Oh my God, you're just like a cute little kid and you can kind of do what you want. Right. But it reaches a point where when you're living in the area that, you know, if you're living in the East coast, you can't be both. So it's true. This is you true. gotta pick one eventually. And it, the timing of it was perfect for me to pick the Red Sox because the Red Sox had won in 2004. 
Then they won again in 2007. And once they won in 2007, I was just like, you know what? I'm a Red Sox fan locking it in. But I will say that the Yankees will forever have like a special place in my heart. And I would say that I would say that I know more about Yankees history and like I feel attached to the fandom more so than a lot of Yankee fans do. Um, but I'm not a Yankee fan per se. Like I do watch a lot of Yankee games with my dad. Like I, I hate them and love them at the same time. It's a very complicated relationship with me and the Yankees, but yeah. I, I would, I would think so, especially being a, a Red Sox fan. Uh, so again, uh, coming from 2018, I was not aware that like Red Sox and Yankees, that that was the, the whole rivalry. And I asked my husband and he's like, it just, it just is Well, but why? Like that doesn't, that doesn't make any sense to me. He's like, it just, that's, that's the rivalry. And the last few years, I haven't really kind of seen that rivalry. And I don't know if it's just because the um, Astros are the Yankees daddy, or if it's, you know, like, if it's just because like I, in my head, I'm like, I don't even, I don't even understand the rivalry to begin with. Like, I, so who told me? Oh, the VSN guys were telling me that the um, the Cubs and the Cardinals were a rivalry. I'm like, I'm sorry, what? Why is why is that a thing? And they're like, How did you know that was not a thing? I'm like, I don't, I don't know. Apparently, because I'm an idiot, and this is what I do for baseball. I don't know. So, um, so if so what happens when the Red Sox play the Yankees? Are you are you just are you Red Sox all the way then or oh what? Oh my god. Yeah. No, I I'm chirping my dad. Like we're that's actually like one thing that's almost strengthened our relationship a little bit is like how much we go back and forth with Red Sox Yankees. I'm always giving him shit, like dropping comments, but at the same time I'm just a genuine baseball fan and like I give my analysis to him, like, the Yankees did this, the Yankees did that, like, that's great. Like, we talk Yankees, and I watch a lot of Yankees. Um, I go to a lot of Yankee games, right? I'm, I'm living in New Jersey. I work in the city. Um, so, you know, buying a, a $15 bleacher ticket after a day of work is, like, super doable. Um, but I also am a guy that will go to Red Sox-Yankee games in the bleachers, wear my Red Sox stuff, and, like, I'm getting – stuff thrown at me but it's like it's it's like it is great like the last time i went to a red sox yankee game at yankee stadium though i felt like it was a little soft like <laughs> yankee, yankee fans have softened up a little bit too much really okay all right we're gonna clip just that that portion colby and we'll, we'll put that on we'll put that on the social medias and see well, what yeah i mean they they built this like you know billion dollar stadium and you know you can get your five course five star meal at the game and like you know it's just lost its grit like it, it susie i wish you could go back in time and go to the old yankee stadium because <laughs> the old yankee stadium was so full of history like you walked in there and you could just feel like it it felt like Fenway does it felt like Wrigley does and the new stadium just does not feel like that and I've heard this from a lot of Yankee fans that it's just like this big concrete blob that doesn't have any character to it and it's kind of sad okay. um that that is one of my goals in life is to get to Wrigley and to get to Fenway um just to I guess feel that that history and that that uh that environment. Um, I I probably would be wearing 
Astros colors in Wrigley Field, maybe not so much at Fenway. I don't, I don't know. Depends on, depends on who I go with. <laughs> depends on who I go with. We'll be honest. You know, I, I was at, um, I was at game, I believe it was game three of the ALCS in 2021, Red Sox Astros. And I remember Kyle Schwarber hitting the grand slam and we beat you guys like 12 to three in that game or something. And I have a video of myself screaming, we're going to the world series. We're going to go to the world series. Like, And then the Red Sox lose three straight. Oh yeah. 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 But little- I, I don't think that there's as much bad blood with Red Sox fans to Astros fans. No. Um, as there Definitely is with not. Yankee fans to Astros fans, like, Going to Yankee Stadium, I was actually at Astros Yankees in the playoffs, and like there was some bad blood there. For there sure. were, I think it, it was maybe more bad blood than there is towards Red Sox fans right now. Right? Okay. See, yeah. so I'm like, I'm not the only person that thinks that. So I, um, I'm in a lot of Twitter spaces with Yankee fans and and Red Sox fans and whatnot, and my Yankee fan friends were like no like you would be totally fine coming coming to yankee stadium in astros orange well would i though like you would be fine like like, would i really and they're like yes and i was like there's a significant pause before you said yes like i don't know if i believe (laughs) y'all you might have to endure some like cheesy trash can jokes but like come on but i mean what we don't have enough time to dissect all of the things on the show right now. But um, so, uh, Colby, we're going to we're going to steer the conversation back to the fantasy baseball because, you know, that's what the whole show is about. Um, <clears throat> so give me, Colby, your sleeper pitcher pick. And if it's not Hunter Green, what are you even doing? No, I'm just kidding. That's that was for Clay. And I, I'm going to have to clip that like for Clay. But Maybe you can use like have you been seeing these AI um like generated podcast clips? Like AI yeah. is getting so good now that they can generate like anything. <laughs> so we can like get Clay to to do that at, via AI. We can get him to say whatever we want and it's like Clay's our little puppet now. <laughs> you'll have to, you'll have to show me that Cole, because I apparently am too old to to understand all of that fun stuff. So you'll have to show me that because I that would be hysterical if we could if we could get Clay to to appreciate. <laughs> but um, yeah, no. So I mean, it's it's a good question because I actually went on the Just Baseball show last week and we did a like a little pitcher preview for fantasy baseball, um, and we talked through a lot of guys. But I'll give my deep sleeper on here. It's probably someone that you know. I don't know if you heard about, I don't think it's a person that like a lot of people have heard about someone that kind of went under the radar last year. It's uh, Hayden Wesneski on okay. the Chicago Cubs. Okay. Um, he was traded for Scott Efros last year. Um, and he pitched really, really damn well last year. So with the Yankees, he threw 90 innings, 3.51 ERA. Then he went to the Cubs and, um, and struggled a little bit in the minor leagues to start, but struck out 10 per nine and has the, he has this nasty slider. Um, he throws pretty dang hard and he gets a lot of ground balls. So then he gets called up at the end of the year. He made four starts, struck out nine per inning, walked less than two per nine and uh, had a 2.18 ERA. So this is a guy that 
my deep sleeper last year was Christian Javier um, before the season. So kind of from the same mold where, you know, Christian Javier last year was a guy that we weren't sure if he was going to make the rotation. But I knew that Christian Javier had the talent to to perform well in the rotation. So I was like, you know what? Somebody's going to get hurt at some point. He's going to get a chance. And talent always, you know, will outweigh, you know, like people that don't have the talent, right? He's going to get a chance. Um, and so I don't think Wesneski is on Christian Javier's level. Um, but he is from that same mold where this is kind of a guy that ha- is in that swingman role where, you know, he could be a reliever um, if he doesn't get the opportunity to start, but the Cubs have a lot of injuries right now in the rotation and Wesneski's nasty. Like he should be in the rotation on opening day. Um, And it's also a guy that, you know, with these young pitchers, like giving Hunter Green as an example, it's a guy you're worried about throwing 170 innings. Like, I don't think that he's going to get there, but Wesneski threw 140 innings last year. So like, I think he could go up to 165, 170 this year, um, which is another intriguing thing. And he's being taken like ADP 350. Like people in your league are not even thinking about Hayden Wisniewski, but I'm telling you, you need to take him. Interesting. Okay. So Hayden Wisniewski, I will put him on my radar. Um, uh, Shout out to you, Colby, for recognizing Christian Javier's amazingness. And uh, I always like, giving shade to, to um, Peter because of his like worst take of his entire well, for last year. The funny thing is Susie is Peter and I were doing fantasy baseball coverage uh, uh-huh. on not gambling advice at the time. Right. Um, but we've transitioned to having our own like entire fantasy baseball show. But I remember Peter giving me like, Oh yeah, Christian Javier. I don't know. I was like, dude, what are you talking about? <laughs> um, how did he, I can't remember how he reacted when Christian Javier started that uh, that no hitter against the Yankees. Um, we were we have a bit just baseball chat and like the chat that day I was giving him so much crap <laughs> like almost every inning it was it was something new and yeah yeah because he there was a quote actually I don't know if it was, I think it was from the just baseball show and he goes oh yeah Christian Javier um, I just don't trust the fastball. That's precious. I love it. I love it so much. I do. And like every fastball was letter high and nobody could touch it. Not, not a one, not a one. And I, I almost enjoy that no hitter against the Yankees more so than I do against the Phillies in the world series. Like that's, that's how much the, the Yankee rivalry apparently holds in my heart like it's it's that much sweeter to me (laughs) and uh it shouldn't it shouldn't because he hit a he he threw a no hitter or a combo no hitter in the world series like that obviously means more but you know against the yankees i feel like that means just just that much more it definitely does it definitely does i mean susie how many stadiums have you been to i know we're i'm going off topic from fantasy but i'm just Um, curious two two since i've cared about baseball three okay. when i didn't so minute made and where um so i obviously minute made um i've been to minute made light which is what i refer to as the ranger stadium and then um i 
forever ago, like literally forever ago, I went to a Minnesota Twins game and sat in the outfield. At at Target Field? Or I believe so, at, yes. Okay. Yeah, okay. it was. Cool. I think it was at Target Field. And the only reason I went was uh, because I was told that there were mini donuts and I got to stare at guys in baseball pants. So <laughs> do, with, do with that information what you will. But right, so like I said, it was years ago when I did not appreciate the baseballs. You're, you're setting me up here, Susie. Uh, give me your biggest crush on the Astros. On the Astros? Oh, easy. <laughs> easy. Jeremy Pena, 1,000%. Jeremy Pena. Ooh, okay. 1,000%. Yes. He's a stud. I mean, like, those the shirtless pictures of Jeremy Pena. <laughs> yes. And I, I'm like, I'm a 40-year-old woman, and so I feel kind of creepy, like, saying that about Jeremy Pena, but he's, like, 27, so I don't feel that bad. But, yeah, like, Jeremy Pena, 1,000% all day, every day. No, I don't think he's 27. I think he, he's 25. So are does that mean, are you going to go the Leo route where, like, he turns 26 and you're going to dump him? No, no, <laughs> no. Jeremy Pena is is the heartthrob. Are you sure he, oh, God, now I feel even worse. Thanks, Colby. Appreciate, the, appreciate you on that one. <laughs> super, super, so good. Now I feel even more like a creepy old woman. That's all right, though. That's okay. <laughs> we love that for me. Um, but yeah, no, uh, Jeremy Pena, 1000%. Like, don't get me wrong, Kyle Tucker, he is my king forever. I love him. They're strong hands, rough hands, but they're strong. Yes. yes, I, but I don't, I, he's, he's just my favorite player. Like, I don't, I don't want to, I don't want to do things with Kyle Tucker, so. <laughs> yeah. So. Oh, man, I love it. I love it. Uh, Absolutely. What about you, Colby? What, who's your, who's your favorite, uh, Red Sox? Oh man, I mean, um, I mean, it's got to be Rafi. It's okay. got to be Rafi because he's just a clown. Like he does stuff every single game that makes you laugh. Like the way he plays baseball is just like a little kid playing baseball. It almost looks like he's like giggling out there. And he also has the biggest, the biggest wad of tobacco I've ever seen in his mouth at all times. Like it is a bowling ball in his cheek, and it's yeah. unbelievable. And he spits this just like poisonous dark spit, and it's disgusting, but it it's something special for sure. Um, but yeah, my other favorites, like I love Verdugo. I think Verdugo um, is a ton of fun. Like that's what I'm exciting for with this Red Sox team this year. Like there right. were even a lot of reports coming out um, lately about how the clubhouse turned upside down last year, mm-hmm. and I think there was like a, a there was definitely an effort from Heim this offseason and from Alex Cora to kind of change that, like bringing in Justin Turner, like letting some guys go that I think were impacting the the clubhouse. Um, you how, know, do you, it, how do you feel about that Xander move? Um, I don't think that the organization and Xander were aligned for the last year plus. Um, it's a very diplomatic answer, of, Colby. In terms of how they valued him, it was not um it was not the right situation for both i don't think you know it's obviously sad losing a player like that but i also don't know if it was i don't think it was ever really realistic that he was going to stay right like the red sox were not going to go to the lengths that the padres went but even if he did sign that extension before last spring training that was talked about right i question if that was ever reality like 
your agent is Scott Boris, who is known for squeaking every last dime out of a contract. Like, would he actually have let Xander sign, you know, a team-friendly extension? Maybe. 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 But I think that for the future of the Red Sox, I don't think it's a bad move. Like, I think that by 2025, the Red Sox are going to be in a really good position. Um, financially, they have a, you know, a really deep farm system offensively. We don't have any pitching down there, which is the one concern. But you just hope you find some pitching, right? You can sign some pitchers. Maybe you get one draft pick, one or two draft picks that hit. Um, but offensively, we're going to be looking really, really solid. Interesting. So um, we're going to we're going to end with this because I know it's uh, you, you also probably need to go, Colby. Um, thoughts about uh, Tristan Casas's nail colors. <laughs> yes, yes. Um, absolutely love it. I love weirdness. Um, I think weirdness is a great way to have a good clubhouse, right? You need quirky guys, like not overly quirky, not like quirky in the way that like the attention is all about them, but like just quirky where guys have their little thing that they're, they're superstitions or whatnot. But, you know, I, I think, um, Casas is definitely falls in the quirky category as a player. Like, I don't know if you remember last year when he made his MLB debut, he was in before the game warming up in right field, doing his stretching, like shirt off, like just uh, uh, shoeless as well. Right. Shoeless, like just kind of like, you know, it's your MLB debut and you're acting like you've been up in the bigs for (laughs) years, which I love, like come up there and be you. That's what, like, that's the most important thing. I think for a clubhouse or just anybody in general, like be yourself. And I think Casas is, is that. So if he wants to paint his nails red, like, all the power to you, man. Right. All the power to you. And for our um, for our listeners that maybe aren't, I don't know, up on the news for the Red Sox, um, there was a picture that was posted on Twitter by, I want to say one of the, like, the Red Sox beat reporters or whatnot, of Tristan Costas' uh, fingernails and toenails. And his fingernails were um, like painted red with like sparkles on it or some, some, something like fingers. that. I don't know if different they were. Different fingers had different designs. Yeah. yeah. I don't know if they were like press on nails or if they were actually painted or, or whatnot. And his like toenails were painted like white or something. Um, and my, like my Twitter was blowing up with various reactions to this. And it cracked me up that a lot of the reactions I saw um, were from, from guys who were not particularly happy with said v- painted fingernails. And I, I did not have enough time in the day to, respond to all of these people um, to ask, you know, like how they felt about their catchers with painted fingernails, because essentially it's the same fucking thing. So did, did um, give a reason like that was the funniest part too, is like, I didn't see a I reason. So. It was just like, here's my nails. <laughs> right. Like I was just mad that his like nail beds and his cuticles were more manicured than mine. I'm like, how do you do that? Like you are literally using your hands all day, every day. What, what's going on there? Like, Tell me your secrets, Tristan. Oh, well, um, Kyle Tucker, I, I guarantee you, does not have well manicured <laughs> paws. <laughs> yeah. So, um, but yeah, that that's uh, that was that was a little interesting tidbit on that. Um, so, if you are if you're interested in Tristan Casas's nails and what they look like, go search for that on Twitter. I'm sure you guys can find it. Um, but Colby, I appreciate you coming on the show and hanging out with us today. Um, Please, we are going to end the show, so 
go ahead and let people know where they can find you on all the social medias. Sure thing. Yeah. So definitely follow uh, all the Just Baseball media accounts. If you search Just Baseball, you can pretty much find any of our accounts anywhere, as well as on, you know, Apple or Spotify. If you search Just Baseball, you can find all of our shows. Um, follow me, Colby underscore Olson three on Twitter, or really just about any social media. That's my that's my tag. So, um, but yeah, I, I would love if you guys took a listen to the Just Fantasy Baseball show. Um, like I said, we're just gonna be breaking down literally every player that is gonna have fantasy value this year. It will be talked about at some point on this show. So um take a listen. Catcher, first base, second base, and shortstop rankings are already out. Um, we're gonna be doing third base this next week and then on to outfielders and pitchers. So yeah, you're not gonna want to miss it. And it's just so nice hearing balls hitting mitts. Okay. That that it is. That it is. Um, again, we will put all of the information for Colby and the show in our show notes so that you guys can find um, Colby and Clay, who had to exit a little earlier today. Um, but if you are in any of my fantasy drafts, just kidding, the fantasy baseball show doesn't exist. Okay, like don't don't go and try and find it. It doesn't exist for y'all. Okay, um, only for those that are not in my fantasy leagues can you guys go listen to this. So, um, again, Colby, we appreciate you coming on the show. Um, we thank you for you know taking the time out and uh, explaining the deep sleeper of um, Hayden Wisniewski. Wisniewski, I think Wisniewski. I said it correctly. It, it is, it is, especially when you've had a Bloody Mary or two. Um, we won't talk about that, though. <clears throat> so, again, Clay, we appreciate you. Um, again, we will link all of the uh, information in the show notes so that you guys can find it easily. And um, with that, we are going to wrap the show um, and say yay baseball. So, thanks, Colby. Have a great day. Thank you. <laughs>